everybody. It's uh, us. It's uh, Charles. And I'm Chelsea. Yay. Some Sometimes we like to switch, and I'm Charles, and he's Chelsea. Yeah. But we're kind of lazy today. Yes. Well, we can wear the same clothes, so, you know, we... We uh, all... Yeah. We, we do it We, do we it all often. the same measurements. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> hi, everyone. Welcome to uh, Charles and Chelsea uh, talking about movies that don't suck for the next... Uh, few films <laughs> um so yeah it's a really nice change yeah yeah you know like i i i actually realized while doing this that like it's really hard to to do notes of a good film because there's so much stuff well i'll talk about it when we get into this but it's like i've gotten used to like making notes on movies that like you know, are, are, are like, well, we really don't know how to visually show stuff, so we're just going to have someone narrate for ten minutes. You know? <laughs> and here, it's like, they know how to actually do things, and it's like, oh, wow, wow, there's so much information I have to write down now. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I had to, like, pause it several times yes. and be like, gotta take notes, gotta take notes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we are going to be talking about, uh, Lucky McKee's May from 2002 today, uh, starring Angela, and, uh, Angela Bettis, uh, Jeremy Sisto, which I have to admit, up until this, up until I saw the credits, I actually always thought his name was Jeremy Sisko. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, for like a year, I've seen him in, you know, I first saw him, um, I think it was Six Feet Under I first saw him in. Um, yeah, I've never, I don't, I recognize him, but I don't, I can't recall anything I've seen him in. Yeah, yeah, but I've seen him in a bunch of different things, and I always thought his name was Jeremy Sisko, but it's Sisto. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Anna, Far- Anna Faris, actually, uh, the future, uh, what's his face from um, uh, the, the show you like that she married and then they're divorced now? The guy who was in Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, that's her, uh, her future ex-husband. Uh, so when, crazy. When this was shot, yeah. She's so lucky. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not... It didn't work out. Yeah, I was going to say, is she lucky that she broke up, or is she lucky that she got with him? So, you know. Now I don't know. Now I'm questioning everything. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about this movie. Um, uh, first thing, uh, I have to say that, number one, like, you know, the movie starts with a cut with patterns being cut out in fabric. Um, and I'm just watching it, I'm like, wow, the fonts aren't awful. <laughs> yeah, like, this, it's all, the opening credits are all stitchings, and it's very nice. I was like, I was like, all right, here we go, gotta comment on how bad the font is. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, we're not watching one of those. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, the only problem I saw technically with the film is because of the time it was made. The film is obviously not made for HD, and yeah. there's a and when you see May at the beginning with her lazy eye, um, it's very clearly a contact, but it's the type of thing that back in SD you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was very clearly like you know done for before you had all that that detail and definition and stuff. But so I can't I can't hold that against the movie. But anyway. Uh, it opens with, uh, you know, the patterns being cut in fabric, and then we very quickly see uh, May with her face bleeding, uh, screaming. And she's covering her eye. Yeah, it, it was interesting because I was like, <coughs> excuse me, I am, wow. Uh, the 
the I had the TV. I had to turn the TV up because I was just like, oh wow, it's pretty quiet. This opening credit, and then she just <laughs> screamed, and my dogs were like, what, what, mom, mom, run for shelter, run, mother, run. <laughs> like Lola was in the closet. Aww. <laughs> Angela Bettis, you did this. Yeah. So. Um, and, uh, also apparently the character of May was also inspired by Amanda Plummer's character in The Fisher King. Oh. Uh, which I have to admit I've seen, but I don't remember what, what happened with her character. I don't remember her character. But it's, I have not seen that. It's been, like, tr- probably, oh, I don't know, 15 years since I've seen it, so it's, it's kind of foggy. Is but. it going on the list? Uh... I don't know. I have to watch it myself first um, <laughs> and see if I if I remember if I liked it or not. It was a Terry mm-hmm. Terry Gilliam film, so I'm not so I'm I probably did, but you never know. So I probably liked it. Yeah. So uh, Chelsea, tell us a little bit about the intro of the film. Well, the intro to the film, you go back to this little kid, right, with some with a fucked up mother. <laughs> um, it's this little girl, and she's got this lazy eye, and the mother's just ashamed of her. Um, the, the mom and just makes her daughter feel like shit about the fact that she has a lazy eye and makes her wear an eye patch into which she goes to a birthday party and all the kids ask if she's a pirate. I would have just said yes. Was that they, a birthday party? I actually thought that was I, like the first day of school or something. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was probably the first day of school. I just like to think that everything's a birthday party because <laughs> I will never go to a birthday party again because COVID has ruined everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the yeah, so the kid a, a kid asked if she's a pirate, and she says no, which was a mistake. She should have said yes because then she would have had all the friends, mm-hmm. um, and then the movie would have been over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what um, this is one of those movie rules we learned from May. We learned from Ghostbusters. If anyone asks you if you are something you aren't, just say yes. Yeah, just say yes. Yeah, like and in people Ghost- ask me if I'm a succubus, and I say it all- yes all the time. Like in Ghostbusters, when they, when Ray gets asked, "Are you a god?" and he's like, "No," and he gets blasted by like fucking Gozer, and it's like if he had said yes, it would have been like, "Oh, cool, come <laughs> movie over, <laughs> come come hang with us," you know. <laughs> come hang with us. Yeah, so then she, um, so then it goes forward to her birthday. That's where the birthday comes in. So it comes into her birthday. She gets one present. She's wearing the eye patch. She blows out the candles, and her fucked up mother gives her. This doll, the first doll that she ever created, named Susie, who is just the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, this is the Annabelle of 2002, and um, it's pretty much what the doll is. And the mom's like, don't take her out of the glass, she's special. And, and then um, May just listens to her mother until her adulthood. Well, what I love about <laughs> that is that um, when May goes to open the wrapping paper, her mom under her breath is like, you ruined it. <laughs> yeah. And then takes the wrapping paper down in a special way. <laughs> yeah, and also she didn't get her kid any, like, she didn't spend any money on a present for her kid. She just gave her this doll that she's had. <laughs> it's like she's basically dooming her daughter. She knows that there's something up with this doll, so she gives it to her kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's so fucked up. So, and then we don't ever see the parents again. I can't even recall if the father had more than, like, one line. They were like, fuck you. Can we just get some guy off the street um, to play this? And then, so we never see the parents again. And then it flashes forward to May as an adult. Yeah, where she's getting uh, special contacts to fix her lazy eye. Yes. Um, Is that what they do to fix a lazy eye? I didn't know that. Um. Yes, actually. There's special weighted contacts you get. I had a... An issue uh, many years ago where uh, my eyes were not in sync with each other. 
What? Um, yeah, it, it, uh, I actually wore an eye patch during it. And it was not inspired by May. It was just, I didn't, I didn't like how I looked. I was, like, embarrassed by it. Um, and that's where Samantha came from. What? That's where Samantha and Demon Hunter came from. That's why she has an eye patch. Um, <laughs> no, no. There's a long story behind that. But, um... Which we won't tell right now. Yeah, yeah. It's a special secret just for me. Yeah. For all of you. Just kidding. I'm but, sorry. uh... <laughs> no, I mean, when, when we do a Demon Hunter commentary, I will definitely talk about why she has an eye patch. But, you know. Um... But, you know, no, it was just, um, and one of the things they did was, uh, there were special contacts they gave me that, that, uh, have weight on them that, oh, wow. uh, push your eye in a certain way. There's also, uh, glasses they do. They, like, she had the glasses at the beginning of the film, uh, that can kind of steer your eye in the, in, in the right direction. That's so crazy. Yeah, I actually, I had to do a whole bunch of, uh, of exercises to get the muscles working in concert with each other. Um... I don't know, honestly, I don't know how people who have lazy eyes normally do it because when my eyes were going in two different directions, you see two different things. But you see them That's all, so crazy. But you see them at once on top of each other. And it hurts. Whoa. It actually hurt. Like, there's so many, like, visuals going to your brain, it actually hurts. Wow. So the only I thing I can think of that. is maybe they grow up, like, with seeing that sort of thing and their, their mind just gets used to it. Yeah. Because this was just a thing that I woke up with one morning. That's so fucking. Yeah, up. I had to go to I had to go to a neurologist and everything. Um, wow. Yeah, cat scans. I'm sorry. Cat scans. Your eyes whole are thing. perfect now. Well, uh, I they they are not actually, but only I can tell. Um, That's good. But no, I've worked. I've I I worked really really hard at uh, getting them to work in concert with each other. Yeah. Um, but it it's it's an effort. It was an effort to do. Um, you don't realize yeah, you don't realize how many muscles are in your eye until no, something like that happens. I don't even think about happens. like exercising my eyes. Yeah, but... yeah. You don't realize how many muscles are in your eye until something like that happens. So anyway, uh, this has been our medical talk about lazy eyes. Yeah. Uh, thank That's you for listening. Our next podcast. And uh, we'll and talk, we'll see you next week. No, uh, stay so, safe, everyone. Yeah. So May, uh, with you know, uh, she gets the contacts for a lazy eye, and she um, works at an animal hospital. With uh, Polly, who is played by um, a dark-haired Anna Far- Faris. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes. And she lives in a house filled with dolls. She has so many dolls, it's insane. But I think before that, she sees she sees this man just, like, caressing this, like, fucked-up car, and she falls in love with his hands. Yeah, what the hell was he doing there? Is what Like, why was he doing that? Like, what, that, that really, it, con, it didn't confuse me, it concerned me. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about cars, so I, I just figured that's something people do, but I, like... He did it in a, like, he was going to make love to it, though. That was a little weird. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what the tailpipe is for? Yes, but, exactly. And then we find out that that's Adam, played by What's-His-Butt. Uh, What's-His-Butt, yes, that's his name. <laughs> Jeremy Sisto. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy What's-His-Butt. Yeah, so she, um, you know, she she uh, becomes kind of obsessed with his hands and starts, like, doing as much as she can to be around him and watch his hands. And, and be around his hands. My favorite part, though, going back to Anna Ferris, is that she's, like, frustrated over what she wants to wear for Halloween. She just, like, stabs a pumpkin. <laughs> it was like, yes. It was just punctuated so well. It made me so happy. <laughs> I, l- I love how just quirky and weird Anna Ferris's character is in this film. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. Like, she was fa- I, like talking like a 1930s gangster mall for some odd reason <laughs> and like constantly flirting. 
and mm-hmm. uh, and flirting in a way that like it seems less sexual and more of hey, I would like someone to to take care of my cat for me, but I'm gonna yeah. do it in a way that or hey, I don't really know how to do my job at the animal hospital. <laughs> like, She's the worst receptionist ever. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> There's so, She's so bad. There's so many scenes of her asking uh, May exactly what the doctor is even saying. Yeah, and did you notice her wardrobe the entire time? She's dressed so inappropriately for a job <laughs> like that. And then one time she's in, like, a prom dress. I'm like, what are you doing? It was so amazing. And I was like, of course the doctor's not going to reprimand her. He probably enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. And I love how there's no, there's no comment there, like no, no one makes any comment on how she's dressed. It's one of those, one, yeah. it's one of those things I love in so many films where someone is dressed unusually and no one says anything about it. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. I love that. So uh, you know, basically, at one point, Adam she uh, goes to a, uh, uh, I guess like an outdoor cafe or something like that where Adam is eating. Or, and reading a book, and yeah. then he falls asleep, and she goes up to him and tries to touch his hands, and he wakes up, of course. But even before that, even before he falls asleep, she's watching him for what seems like at least an hour or two. Yeah, and I think she had told people she had a date. Yeah. When really, she's just there stalking this dude. Yeah, and she, and, and, and the part where she goes to get herself coffee, and she's trying to act sexy and not doing a good job of it, and like... yeah. She's very... Angela Bettis played this role so well, so well. She just, like, was so awkward and quirky, but creepy the entire time. She won... I I looked it up. She won, actually, Best Actress at a whole lot of festivals for this role. Oh, wow. Yeah, she did a great job. Yeah. She really did. So... Um, So he wakes up, and uh, Mm -hmm. she kind of runs. (laughs) She kind of falls and then runs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then we go back to the animal hospital where she's relaxing by poking herself in the finger with a scalpel. Now, that is one problem that I had, but it's only because... And it's the type of thing where if you don't deal with scalpels, you don't know this. Because no one knows this sort of stuff until they actually touch a scalpel. That scalpels are so sharp, you don't put any pressure on them. Right. Like... I have a scar on my chest from a scalpel uh, that had pressure on it that went into the muscle because scalpels are designed to just cut through everything, like muscle through, not through bone, but everything but bone. So if she was actually pushing pressure on her finger, that would have gone right into the bone there. Right, I totally get that. And then she goes, and she, Anna Ferris is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then she explains that she's relaxing by doing that, and then she just goes and stabs Anna Ferris's finger without <laughs> her permission. <laughs> and then she decides, that she's like, wait, I kind of liked it, and she does it again. <laughs> yeah. So, so now May is doing laundry, and Adam comes in, and she offers him detergent. Um, which is, you know, how most, uh, relationships, uh, start. Begin. And she also got a lot of detergent on his wardrobe and they didn't ever comment on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he teaches her how to smoke. The whole time she has this intense stare at him. Like there's, like I said, like I can't, I I can't say enough good things about how intense Anna, Anna, uh, you know, Angela Bettis is in this. Um, yeah. So Yeah, so they're having awkward conversation and then we find out that 
Um, he says he has a girlfriend, she gets really sad, then he's like, oh, ex-girlfriend, she gets really, really happy. Yeah. And then he tells her to practice smoking cigarettes. After he, after <laughs> he puts dirty cigarettes on her clean clothes. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we go back to Anna, Anna Ferris, and she can't pronounce anything again, which is just adorable. <laughs> At the vet hospital. It's really, really cute. Um... Yeah, and then do we cut to we cut to like the gross dog story that she yeah explained. she runs into Adam on a park bench or something yeah yeah the planet yeah and then they they they, just, they share a sandwich and uh, she's like oh you know I work at the animal hospital and some people think my job is gross uh, but you know and he's like come on I love gross because he's obviously like this dude who thinks he's a lot edgier than he is yeah and definitely. Uh, so she tells this horrible story. <laughs> <laughs> about it's so gross. About a dog uh, that had like a, a ruptured bowel, and the doctor ran out of uh, the larger sutures for big dogs, so he decided he would just triple up on cat sutures. And uh, well, that didn't work. Um, no, it didn't work. I think in, it's a gross story, and she kind of laughs about it, and he's kind of like, "What the fuck?" I notice a theme with the people that she tries to befriend or like love. In this, they, there's always something, like, talking about something being gross or weird, and then they all saying that they like gross or like weird, and yeah. then it turns out to not be the case. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. The, the takeaway I got from this, though, is she did say she had to sew Seymour back up, so I assume he lived. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, that'd be nice. So while this is happening, uh, she sees a bunch of blind kids um, from the local daycare center... Um, and she also declares him her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't refute it in any way. Yeah. So, you know, she asked if he's we if she's weird, and he says, yes, you are, but I like weird a lot. Um. He doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Spoiler alert. You know, so, uh, he shows her his really not freaky room, uh, that he thinks is incredibly freaky. It's really not freaky at all. It's like he just, like, makes his own weird art that is just every bachelor in the East Village who lives <laughs> alone in a studio apartment. It was not edgy or cool or anything. It was pretty... I was just like, oh, I see these apartments all the time. In my single life, I was just like, every guy's house I went to, I was like, they all look the same, and that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... It's not edgy whatsoever. Yeah, so, um, which I'll... I'll that just reminds me of um, uh, there was a uh, an Airbnb. Uh, did you hear about that? Um, mm -hmm. But uh, people went to stay at an Airbnb and they had like bathrooms and like uh, stuff like that. And so the people wanted a refund because they weren't going to stay in a in a satanic uh, house. Jesus Christ! And the funniest part to me is that you know most people I would think would be like, hey, whatever, man. That's just how they live. They had a bathtub on the on on their porch, right? And uh -huh. of course, you get fucking people who see that on like Twitter or whatever, and like, oh my god, they have a bathtub on the porch. That was probably used in human sacrifices. And it's like, what? Yeah. So I want a bath. I want a porch first of all. I want a porch, and then I also want a bathtub on my porch. So <laughs> I, I imagine that the type of people who think that a bathtub on your porch means that you're that you're like sacrificing children would probably find his room creepy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. All right, we get the aesthetic. We do. Yeah, we yeah. We do. So they kiss for a little bit. By the way, um, Susie, she had been uh, pretending and practicing how to kiss. It's obvious May, that May has never been kissed before. 
And uh, so she gets really anxious, and Adam is kind of a jerk about it and yells, who taught you how to kiss? And she goes and yells at Susie, yeah. the doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, at this point, and then the glass starts cracking. and That's a theme throughout the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, and we go back to yeah. Anna at some point because I wrote down Anna again dresses very inappropriately for the workplace <laughs> when she's uh well when she's bringing her cat and asking uh May do you like pussy and she like, like tries to seduce her by saying do you like pussy and then gives and asks May to take her cat mm-hmm. and then they kiss <laughs> yeah um I don't know I can't even read what I wrote next what is that. <laughs> Well, what happens then is uh, May is now waiting by the phone. She calls Adam, and then she just stares intently at the phone. Oh, yeah, I wrote that Adam's voicemail is amazing. Yeah. That's what that is. Because he goes, leave a, leave a message after the scream, and then screams yeah. so loud. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the whole point, is that Adam is just trying really hard to be, like, edgy and creepy, and he just comes so off he, as... Yeah. yeah, it comes off like... Like like the the kid in second grade who like picks his nose and chases a girl around the room with it and like <laughs> you know like like there's nothing really edgy or creepy about him but he totally thinks he is so um, right. May goes and uh, goes to the laundromat hoping he'll come he doesn't so she just goes and waits outside his door for two hours and how she knows where he lives we don't know you know. Um, like how she like memorized his address. I guess it's May, so that's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she invites him over for mac and cheese and uh, Gatorade. Gatorade and wine glasses, and then they're gonna watch this movie that he made that in college. Yeah. So he somehow only just gotten out of college, which is just not believable at all. Yeah. So. Um, and they're gonna watch this movie that he finally put together. Yeah, it's called Jack and Jill, and it's uh, this couple. Uh, they kind of uh, cannibalize each other. Uh, while the hanky-panky is playing. Um, my favorite part about this is when they're having a mac and cheese dinner, and, uh, and it's a little visual thing, and it's really quick, but I loved it, is when, uh, May starts going, oh my god, the funniest thing happened at work, and he immediately stops eating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like, little touches, like, like, that's one of the things, like, we've seen... All these bad movies the last, like, ten weeks or so, and they miss things like that. Right. They miss subtle little things like that that, 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 that draw you into the story, you know? Um, yeah. So uh, he shows this, uh, you know, cannibalism uh, movie, and May finds it romantic. Um, although May corrects him on how easy it would be to actually bite off a finger. <laughs> yeah, she was like, there's no way, it's not realistic that he, she would have bitten his finger off in one bite. I was like, you go, May. Yeah, so, you go, May. so they start making out, and she bites him on the lip, enough to draw blood. And There's so much blood. <laughs> yeah, and he is super, super freaked out by this. He's also freaked out by Susie. Yes, and then and then to to top it off, she start he starts she starts rubbing his blood all over herself, and yeah. being like, it's just like your movie. The poor girl. And so he leaves. He leaves. <laughs> yeah, she gets angry and locks Susie in the closet. And then the glass keeps breaking. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
And then doesn't she, she keeps, like, cutting off the, um, the, whatchamacallit. Oh, no, that happens after. So then she goes, she doesn't hear from him, and she decides to go show up at his house again, where he has other people over and is talking shit about her. Yeah, yeah. And she hears it, and then she proceeds, she's, of course, very hurt, and she decides to then go and dismember all of her dolls. Yeah, like he, you know, and and I love that. I love that he just has this douchebag who's there fucking doing like sit ups in his house. Yeah, do sit ups at your own house, you fuck. You know what's you know what's crazy is I've seen guys who do that sort of shit, and I never fucking get that weird broy like fucking. You know, like I remember being on set once, and there were just a bunch of dudes between shots who do fucking push ups together. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like the next time you come over, you you just come in and you just start doing sit-ups. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do, Chelsea. I'm just gonna start doing squats while talking to you. I'm like, you know, I mean, that's that's fine. I was literally just doing some arm exercises that have, like the entire time that we've been talking. So it's yeah. Fine. So uh, Polly invites her over. Uh, May becomes kind of obsessed with uh, Polly's neck. Yes. Uh, May is horrified by Polly's finger mole. Um. And she volunteers to go work with blind kids. Um, now, the scene where she cut, volunteers to go work with the blind kids, the woman, be, the woman who's the receptionist who has, like, a nose ring with, like, a fucking chain going to her earring and is, like, saying just all this politically incorrect shit, and it's like, wow, you totally could not have gotten away with that in 2020. No. You know. You couldn't at all. But I do love how she's like, you know, um, yeah, the blind kids. And she's like, all right, but it has to... And May is specifying it has to be the blind kid she saw. And she's like, why? Do you have a special type of blind kid that you don't want to work with? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was, and then she gets introduced to this... Petey. Blind girl named Petey who's making an ashtray. Yeah. Yes. So uh, she runs... So then May runs into, uh, you know... Um, and I love, and I, I even, I love the dialogue here where May is like, do you smoke? <laughs> and, and the girl's yeah. like, no. And it's like, well, then why are you making, who are you making an ashtray for? And so the yeah. little girl decides that, she, uh, I guess, obviously, because she's blind and has a heightened sense of, uh, of smell, could probably smell the cigarettes on May. And so it's like, you smoke. When I'm done with it, you can have it. Yeah. It was a sweet gesture. It was the worst looking ashtray, but it was a sweet gesture. <laughs> you know, so so uh, May runs into Adam at the laundromat um, again. Yeah, and but this time Adam, uh, when they start trying to talk, uh, May pretends the um, the machine is broken and says he has to go to the other uh, laundromat. Yeah, Adam does that fluff and stuff. Yes, fluff and fold. So May, um, like, so the entire time there's been two different laundromats. You know. So, yeah. So May- if I were him and if I were that creeped out by her at this point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell her what place I'm going to instead. <laughs> I assume, I always assumed it was. Um, well, see, I always, uh, I always looked at it as it was the same laundromat that they kept going to, and he's probably the way he made it sound is it's probably a laundromat across town or something like that. Right. Um, that makes sense. So he goes and says that the, the uh, machine is broken. May um, actually puts money in to go and test it and finds out it's not. Um, and she's hurt. Yeah, so she's hurt. So she goes to Polly to try to feel better, but Polly is with someone. And May gets... And she is very hurt by that. Yeah, May gets very oh. jealous. Um, 
There's the another uh, thing that they can't say. Another thing that you can't say now that they said then is that Anna Ferris called the girl a hooker. You can't say that anymore. You know, <laughs> you can't use that word. Well, she didn't. Even, she didn't even. Well, yeah. Tell the context of it. Like the way you, the way it sounds is if the girl is if she said that she like hired a hooker. So. Like, no, she's just like, I'll be there in a minute, hooker, or something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I was like, oh, wow, she hired a hooker, good for her. Yeah. A sex worker. Yeah, you can't say hooker anymore, people. Just get with the times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't work, like, yelling that in the other room. All right, sex worker. Like, that's not gonna, like... I think that whore is just a better word to use than hooker, you know? I don't know. I didn't write it. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say, (laughs) you don't want to use whore unless you're actually in bed. But anyway, um, Touche. <laughs> so Susie's doing a, uh, you know, uh, as Susie, uh, as May gets more unhinged, uh, Susie's, the glass around Susie starts cracking more. Now, the thing to kind of keep in mind is that um, later on when we see Susie in front of other people, the glass is nowhere near as cracked as yeah. we see it to be. So it's kind of... I think, you know, every time that the kind of the the glass on Susie cracks, um, it's kind of May losing it more and more. Yeah. So uh, May is really upset. She's at home. She wants uh, Loopy, who is um, uh, Polly's... Cat. Yeah, Polly's uh, cat to uh, cuddle with her. But Loopy hisses at her, and she gets angry, and she throws the ashtray and kind of kills Loopy. Yes. Oh, did you talk about the glass with the blind children? No, that's not. E- that's we're not even up to that yet. Really? Yeah, we're not up to that yet. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, so she goes in the uh, shower. She calls Adam. Um, she tries to make plans with Adam, but Adam is kind of like, you know, uh, don't don't make plans. You know, he's he's still he's trying to be nice while being a jerk at the same time. Yeah. And. Uh, so May uh, is, thinks that she has a date tomorrow because he says maybe, which you should never, ever say maybe to someone who, who's... Insane. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you have... I'm sure, you know, I've dealt with obsessive people. I know you've dealt with obsessive people. You never, ever tell them a maybe. Yeah, never. Yeah, so... It doesn't work. You will only get hurt. Yeah, so, um, so at this point, May brings Susie to meet the blind kids. Yeah, it's like a show and tell. Yeah. But they can't see. So they touch the glass and get really confused. <laughs> like, what's inside of it? And she says it's a doll who's her best friend. And, of course, they want to they wanna feel the actual doll and do a tug of war with May until the glass shatters. <laughs> yeah. The box falls and it just shatters. This was, one, this was the part where I, when I first saw the movie, I knew that I loved this movie. I cringed at this part. Like, because it's so, it's so disturbing, this part of the film. Yeah, and the kids are blind, and they probably never had glass on them before, so they are crawling on their hands and knees to find the doll, all of them, yeah. all through this glass. And it's a very long shot. Yeah. Like a montage of all of the kids, like, crying and screaming as they continue to crawl through the broken glass. Yeah. And it's like, insane. And Susie gets ripped apart, everyone's hands are bleeding, the children are screaming, um... Meg ends up getting glass in her good eye. Like, it's, you know... Yeah. Like, it's it's really just one of... It's one of those scenes that I remember... I still remember the first time I saw it and how much, like, I was like, wow, this movie is fucked up. 
<laughs> you know, but I loved it. I was, I was like, I fell in love with the movie after this scene. Um, yeah, it was probably my favorite scene because it made me cringe so much. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, we find out that, May, you know, and May just starts scratching her eyes and freaking out. And we find out that May has actually missed a couple days of work. Yeah, she's been out for like two days. So it's a shot of her with the dead cat on top of her and doll body parts covering her face. She's still covered in blood. Yeah. And her eyes are fucked. Um, and uh, so she's had this kind of dead cat on her for a couple days. So she just kind of sprays it with Lysol. Yeah, she Lysols the cat and says, I'm going to miss petting your fur so much. Yeah, I'm going to miss your pretty fur, Loopy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So she goes and, and sits on a park bench uh, looking at everybody and all these different parts of people just kind of stand out to her. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, uh, and then this punk kid sits next to her, played by James Duvall. Um, I loved his hair. It was so fucked up. It was, like, slicked back. Like, uh, he has long hair, but it was somehow had so much hair gel that it was sticking up into, like, different spikes of a mohawk. It was I, nuts. I can't imagine his hair the next day. Yeah, right. I have had a I have had a hair and makeup artist do that to me once um for 4 days and I lost like inches of hair. Oh god. From from the shit they did to make it stand up. That's so sad. Um but yeah. Um yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. Like my hair was breaking ridiculously. I lost about 4 inches of hair from like those 4 days of work. <laughs> um, wow. An inch a day. You're like I don't get paid for, paid enough for this shit. So <laughs> My favorite part is him asking her if if she wants to get jujubes with him. Yeah, so they go and they get these fucking candy beans. <laughs> yeah, like like I just love that. That's his like pickup line. Hey, do you want to go get jujubes with me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So says he could live off of that shit. Yeah, so he takes her home. I mean, he you know she takes him home, and uh, he's like, man, it's it's hella hot in here. Like, mind if I take off my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and then it's still hot so he wants to put he asks if he has ice if she has ice so he can put it on his nipples <laughs> which I love where he's like do you have any ice cubes so I could rub them on my nipples <laughs> so yeah that's great she, she loves his tattoos on his arms by the way that's important um, mm-hmm. so he goes to get the ice cubes to rub on his on her on his nipples and she's kind of like trying to stop him from doing it and then he opens up the fridge and he sees Lupe, who's, like, wrapped in saran wrap in the freezer. Yeah, so the dead cat is in there. Yeah. And he's like, you're a freak. So, again, someone who said that he liked weird things but doesn't. Yeah. That he can't get behind her type of weird. Yeah, because she, she's like, well, now that you've seen my secret, we're best friends now, right? <laughs> no, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, exactly. So she stabs him with a pair of scissors. Naturally. Yeah, that's kind of like the breaking point for her. She kills him, and uh, afterwards... And at this point, there's only 30 minutes left in the movie. Yeah, at the, and she, yeah. she kind of looks at him and goes, I need more parts. Yes. So creepy. So then Adam randomly finds her in the park. Yeah. Because they're always in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And he apologizes that it didn't work out between them. And she's like suddenly, you know, she's she's unleashed this dark side, so she just is very calm and says that it's okay. Yeah. Which I really like that. I loved the change in her mm-hmm. once she actually killed the like yeah. killed the dude. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love how she's reading a book and he's like, "What are you reading about oh, amputation?" He's like, "Is that for work? No, just for fun." Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, 
That was awesome. And, and the, she wants his hands again. Yeah, and then the, she says goodbye not to him but to his hands. <laughs> yeah. And, I loved that. And I love and the next thing we see she's she's measuring Polly's neck. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And then the um Ambrosia, yeah. the other girl that Polly is involved in who's like this tall, skinny Blonde woman dressed yeah. in basically nothing comes in, and there is she. And Anna introduce or Anna who plays Polly introduces Ambrosia to May. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and Ambrosia has a big attitude towards May. Right. Um, and then and, May and really also likes calls her, her a freak. Also calls her yes. a freak. Yeah. Also calls her a freak. And May really likes her legs. Yeah. He, she calls them gams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So May is now stealing scooples and uh, bone saws. Scooples. Um. And, uh, and, and quotes her mom, who said, if you can't find a friend, make one. Uh, so she goes to Polly's, um, and, um, you know, Polly whips, uh, and, and, uh, May whips out the, uh, scooples. And, uh, you know, Polly thinks it's role play, um, up until the point where May just slits her throat. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Ambrosia, Ambrosia, uh, shows up. And she pulls out a carton of milk, which was interesting. Yeah. Carton of milk after been, like, drinking vodka. Yeah. And somehow May convinces her to, like, do a turn so she can check out her legs. I I love the part where, you know, she's like, well, where is Polly? And she's like, Polly's in the bathroom. It's like, Polly, get out of the bathroom. I have to piss like a racehorse. I love Ambrosia's dialogue. (laughs) Like, she's only in, she only has, like, four lines, but they're all, like, just hilarious lines that she has. Yeah, she was great. I was like, if I were in this, that's who I'd play. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, uh, so then uh, she gets stabbed in the temple. and there's a, I love that. There's a great shot of milk and blood. Blood That was my favorite shot milk. in the whole thing was the milk going into the blood. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite shot in the entire thing. Milk and blood. Blood and <laughs> milk. Milk no. and blood. Anyway, no. Sorry. I'm, no. Uh, I'm, I'm quoting... <laughs> I'm putting in a song from the 90s because I'm old. Anyway. Um, oh, I was born in the 90s. There you go. Uh, so she goes to Adam's and... Uh, of course. And, and he has a girl there. She meets his new girlfriend. Um, who is weird because his girlfriend looked really familiar. But when I looked at her, her up on IMDb, I hadn't seen any of the other stuff she had been in. She reminded me of... Um, Jesus Christ. Who's um, the fucking She didn't girl, look like Jesus Mary Christ Eilis very Weiland. much. She didn't look like Jesus no, Christ. No, Mary Eilis Wyland, is that her name? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, she looked like her from, like, Scott Pilgrim versus whatever. And mm. that. that's maybe who maybe and that's who... she was who... in Death Proof. She was in Death Proof, the one that gets left behind to be molested. Maybe that's who I mistook her for, because she did look yeah, very familiar to me. Yeah, that's who I mistook yeah. her for. Yeah. That's who I did. Yeah. So, uh, his, her girlfriend starts touching his hands in front of her. Maeve really gets angry about that. Uh, Adam is a jerk to both May and the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, May stabs the girlfriend in the neck, and of course Adam freaks the fuck out. Yeah. So. And then we cut from there. <laughs> yeah. So now May starts putting together her new friend. Um, yes. There's this great shot where she's washing blood off a leg, and it looks like it's her leg. And then, yeah, and then you see the inside of the leg. Yeah, yeah, and then the camera, like, you know, pans over, and you see that it's actually May holding, uh, you Ambrosia's know, leg. Ambrosia's leg, yeah. Um, yeah. And she makes her new friend Amy, 
Um, I love Amy. Amy's so sweet. Yeah. Um, what I love, you know, normally in, in movies like this, um, if you can see someone breathing, I would hate it. But I love that you could see the actress who played Amy breathing. Yeah. Oh, it was an actress? Yeah. Yeah. It was a girl? Uh, yeah. Uh, tr- an actress named Trisha Kelly played Amy. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. But I, lo- I love that you could see her breathing. Like, normally, like, when it's supposed to be a dead body, that would bother me, but because we're kind of inside May's head, I really loved, like, seeing the, the slight breathing uh, going on there. Um, nice. So, Amy, uh, but unfortunately, Amy has no eyes, so she can't see May. And all she wants this entire movie is to be seen as who she is and accepted. And that's that's really the thing, is this whole... Yeah, exactly. The whole movie, May just wanted to be... Wanted someone to notice her. Yeah. You know? It's really kind of... It's, it's a tragic film when you think Oh, yeah, about no. It. Like, it, I... poor girl. I've seen, I've seen it with people who actually cried at the end of it. Wow. Y- you know? Because, um, you know, I mean, that's the thing. is like, May really never really had a chance. Like, she never, like, was raised how to... How to associate with people. And she had a mom who fucking treated her like, you know... Mm-hmm. Like shit, and so May realizes the only eye she can give it is her own, so she gouges her own eye out. And we see that shot that we saw at the very beginning of the film, which I, the first time I had saw this, I had forgotten about that shot until May actually. Oh, really? It haunted me the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had forgotten about that shot until May uh, gouges her eyes out. And That's so fucked. So she pulls her eye out and she gives it to Amy. And she begs Amy to... So sweet. She begs Amy to see her um, while kind of... um, I mean, I think the end is kind of open to interpretation because as May collapses, I always thought that she dies. Oh, really? I always assumed that May dies and that in her last moment she's kind of hallucinating Amy caressing her. I mean, that would be the the thing that makes the most sense, but since we have this world where, um, where this doll kind of controls shit and fucks shit up and the glass breaks with nothing happening to it. I, I was like, maybe Susie has something to do with the fact that Amy moves. You know. I don't know. Yeah, I like that it's left open to it. But that's the thing, the fact that we have two totally different interpretations of that ending. I think it's, yeah. it speaks to how cool a movie this is. Um, yeah. And Watch it. The other, the other <laughs> thing, it's so funny that I never noticed now until watching on HD, is that uh, Amy's hair is uh, Mupe's fur. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice it until t- un- until when I watched it this time. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, so that way she can still stroke her uh, Lupe's pretty fur. Um, but yeah. So that's May. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I uh, I really really like. I it was a joy to be able to watch this film again. It's been a few years since I've seen it, and um, yeah, I'm, you know, like it's it's. It's one of those things where I, I really think about the fact that I don't think Angela Bettis has gotten a role as good as May since yeah. this film. She's been in stuff where she's been... I mean, that's the thing. Like, Angela Bettis, I've seen her in a lot of stuff where she's great, but she doesn't stand out. Right. And on in this, she just... Like, this movie would not have worked without, as, without Angela Bettis. And I think that, like, you know, uh, she has not been given the type of, uh, uh, of role... 
Uh, well, May is just an, a crazy, like, insanely awesome character, like, as an actor to get to play that. It's yeah. Really fun. Yeah, so, um, you know, I mean, May, and maybe that's by choice. Maybe she didn't want to keep playing May her whole career, so she decided to do completely different roles and other things. So, you know, right. that's, uh, that's totally possible. But, um, but yeah, like this, uh, and you know, you also have to remember this came out at a time where there weren't very many movies that had like, you know, women like throughout the whole thing that don't, that, you know, don't have like the traditional like trajectory of what a woman did in film. Exactly. Or they or like, you know, showed a woman who was kind of, disturbed who wasn't the antagonist of the film mm-hmm. you know like this actually focused on may while yes. most movies you know before this would have just kind of been like may would have most movies before this i think would have focused on adam i agree and and may would have just been like the crazy you know woman who like stalks him from the laundromat or whatever yeah so they get they the both of those characters go through a lot of laundry in a short period of time. Yes, tell you. yes. Well, you know. <laughs> so naturally. Anyway, though, but yeah. So that was May. I was like I said, I was really glad to see it again. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, it didn't do very well. But you know, I mean, smaller films like that really, really don't financially. Um, yeah. It had a one point seven million dollar budget, and it made uh, six hundred thirty thousand dollars. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but you know, unfortunately, that is that is uh, the indie world a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, so that was May. Uh, so next week, um, we're gonna go um, a little. We're gonna go a little different. Um, we're gonna watch a uh, another lovely uh, film. Um, this one by one of my favorite directors, a guy named Takashi Miike. Um, and we're going to see, uh, Ichi the Killer. How do I spell that? <laughs> I will write that down for you. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, and by the way, this will be one of two Miike films, uh, during this particular series. So, uh. Awesome. Yeah, so I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Yay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Tune in next week. These are much more enjoyable for us, so they should be more enjoyable for you. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of the point of these, is we want you to fucking check out these movies, really. You yeah. know, we... And we also, like, this is our thank you, too, because you dealt with us for ten episodes of trash films. Yeah, exactly. So go and check out uh, May. Uh, it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you can rent it on Amazon. So maybe, I'm like, what part of um, the creators get a percentage of the rentals? Like, maybe they're still making money. Like, yeah. 95 cents. I don't yeah, know. there you <laughs> go. <laughs> so, Makes me feel better. Alrighty, guys. Uh, oh, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say we should sing the song, but we're not in sync 100%, so. <laughs> what song? Oh my god, that song. That, Bring us all the children even when that song fucking sticks with me from May. I just wanted to hear you sing it. Yes. <laughs> I fucking I love that so much. I'm so sad that I can't find it anywhere. You can just rip it up. No, no, we're not doing anything illegal. Never mind. All right, thanks guys. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. Well, Chelsea's got to go. Fucking get out of there before the fucking copyright police get her. So. I mean, it's, it's about time. Cheapers, guys. I had it coming. Cheapers, it's the cops. All right. So. It's the cops. All right, bye guys. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>